My Money and Me every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome back. I'm Samitra Naidu and this is My Money and Me. Tonight, our businesswoman on the move is Nomfundo Troy. She is the founder of Isabeletu Funerals. Interestingly, the company sells itself as an aspiring lifestyle brand that wants to give clients rewards and benefits to enjoy while they are still alive. Nomfundo, a very good evening to you. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Sumitra, and good evening to the listeners at home, and thank you for uh, having me on your show. So, this is very interesting, as I was saying. I mean, you're giving clients rewards and benefits to enjoy while they are still alive. How does this fit in with your funeral business? I think it's important uh, in nowadays that uh, people benefit while they are alive. Mm-hmm. When I grew up, people would pay for a funeral cover for as long as we remember and at the end of the day they don't claim for so many years and there's nothing to enjoy there's, there are no benefits at all so for us as a brand we decided no let people enjoy their some benefits while they are alive while they can use them so that it adds on their lifestyle it adds on their on their daily lives and what are some of these benefits some of these benefits are like the checkers rewards um, uh, uh, rewards program, where mm-hmm. people can get uh, coupons, the discounts, and they buy groceries every month, and they get discounts from um, from Edcon Group, where they get uh, when they buy at shops like CNA, checkers, uh, sorry, Edgars, and they can get discounts uh, on, on on every time they go buy in those shops. So there's many more um, of these rewards uh, that they get, and some other benefits as well, where they get um, uh, um, um, legal advice uh, mm-hmm. to the value of about ten thousand rands a, a, a year per person, and, uh, uh, and also get uh, the emergency medical rescue, where they get to be rescued in an accident for the same value of ten thousand rands per person covered on the policy as well. And they get trauma and stress counseling. We know we've been through a lot of trauma through COVID as well. They get to enjoy all those benefits. There's more benefits they Mm. get while they are alive. But you offer a full package, it seems. I mean, this is obviously what sets you apart from every other funeral uh, parlor. How, How did you get started in this business? We started in 2009 in KZN uh, from uh, Hammersdale, where I was born. And um, 11 years later, we've grown in the entire province of KZN. We've just moved into Gauteng. We've opened a branch in Renbeck. And um, uh, five years ago, we also opened a branch in the United Kingdom, where we specialize in in repatriations of Sadiq nationals. We started with South Africans and Mm. extended it to all Sadiq nationals as well. Um, yeah, that's how we started. I mean, you, you've done really well. I mean, you've been running this business for, what, 11 years? I mean, you've you've done exceptionally well. And you like, I think you're number two in, in the country in terms of the services that you offer. Um, but you came from a background that had nothing to do with the funeral business. Um, you actually came from the teaching profession. I'm trying to see where the link was. Was it just something that you saw that you felt like you could get into? Yes, um, I was a school teacher for eight years, having graduated from Edgewood College. Um, 
Then I decided to start this business um, because I saw a gap in the market mm-hmm. and uh, I just uh, entered into the industry just to just to close those gaps in, in terms of the products that we offer. We are a one-stop shop at Ukebolei Once you are within the brand, you get everything. Catering, funerals, tombstones, everything under one roof. So there was a gap in the industry. I had to tap in to close that gap and offer a, a service that is complete. Hence, now we're offering a, a rewards program and, and, and these benefits so that people enjoy um, uh, what they're paying for while they're still alive. So we try by all means that, uh, to, to offer a, a full service for, for our clients. You are dealing with people that are very much alive on a regular basis, but also on a daily basis you are working with um, those that have died. You are working with bodies. I mean, surely this is not, um, you know, uh, it, it's it's nothing, you know, exciting i would i would say i mean to put it in in a different way i mean what what is that like um to be working with death constantly um it's not a very nice uh, environment to be in but one has to offer the service and we we train our staff a lot i I also had to get trained myself uh, from one of the exhibitions i attended in america um, because I do, I've done a lot of research in the industry I'm in, mm-hmm. um, and we teach our staff because we've got an academy, a Gabonetic Group Academy, where we capacitate all our staff. So we make sure everyone within the group is trained just to deal with grief. Because all, most families that come to us, they 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 are bereaved. They've lost someone, and we need to make sure that we we, we bring comfort to them. We make sure that. They walk into our doors crying, but as they leave, they even forget about what they're going through. So we, we are well trained in that area and we make sure that we offer that service and to all our clients. I mean, did you ever get to get to a stage where you felt like this is just too much emotionally? It's just getting you down or it's just, mm. you know, it's just really just too heavy for you to continue. Did you ever get to that stage or you found, uh, you know, um, yeah. other avenues? I think during the period of, of the second wave of COVID-19, it was a very difficult period in our industry. The first wave came, we survived the first wave, it was difficult, but not as difficult as the second wave. We saw our numbers rising from the third week of, of December, um, in fact, from the beginning of December, but the third week, but around Christmas, it was the worst time of our lives till the end of January. I think in a period of about six weeks, we buried about 3,000 people as a brand. That was not easy. That was the most difficult time where I felt and where I felt that the staff, myself, everyone was taking a strain. But we had to do what we we trained to do. We had to uh, make sure that we still offer the service that we had promised our clients. We couldn't have an excuse uh, of servicing them. What were the biggest challenges for you getting into it? Because, I mean, understanding the funeral business, I mean, you need to invest in coffins and you need to have a, a morgue um, to keep the bodies. I mean, you know, this is a this is a fairly male-dominated industry. I mean, getting into it with also no experience. But, of course, you. I mean, you did lots of research over the years. But getting into it, the starting, um, what was that like for you? It's been a very difficult journey for me in this industry because uh, the, the, the business uh, that I run today, 
I did not inherit. I started it from the scratch. When you find most women in the industry I'm in, it's because they've inherited the businesses from maybe the spouse. So at least by the time the spouse passes on, they've got experience. So for myself, it was a fairly new, uh, brand new thing to do. So I had to make sure that I do a lot of research. I am very well traveled in all the exhibitions in Italy, mm-hmm. everywhere, uh, China, Hong Kong, just to make sure that when I come back, I, I, I offer the products that are, are, are equal to none. So um, it's been a very, very difficult journey because um, uh, when I entered into the industry, I introduced new trends. People were saying, I was going to fail. This woman, you know, men, when they're in a male-dominated space, mm. they would say, oh, this woman, you know women, they always exaggerate. You know women, they like overdoing things. And then today, all those men are following are following the trends that I've mm. introduced in the industry. I've, I've managed to disrupt the industry and be a trendsetter in the in the entire industry uh, of funerals. And and it's, it hasn't been easy, even 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 in the in, in the association I'm in, just for myself to be in a position among the whole committee with men, nine men, one woman. It's, it's been a very difficult one up to now where I have to lead them as a chairperson. It hasn't been a very easy journey because I had to earn that, earn that position. I, I didn't have to get to that position because, um, I, 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 because of the vote or anything, but it's because I earned it through my work, through what I've built and at equivalent all these years. Do you have uh, a lot of women working for you? I have yes, it's mostly women within the in the, within the company, mm-hmm. um, and it's mainly youth that we employ just to empower them. You know, youth, the, the young blood, the young minds, the the energetic. They've got new ideas, especially now we're in the fourth in, we, 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 we in the fourth industrial revolution, and we need to make sure that we are going digital in in, in everything that we can. As a company right now, we've just launched our cashless campaign because we're trying to keep up with the trends and make sure that we stay relevant. So employing women and also youth has been very helpful to us as a brand. It's, it's, um, it's so interesting um, that, you know, you, you talk about um, digital and we're in the fourth industrial um Revolution and you know, of recent funerals are being held um, online, and you know you you mm-hmm. have to you yeah. get a link, and that's how you actually attend the funeral. I mean, who would have thought we would have been in the space? I mean, that must be a challenge for you, especially with all of the COVID restrictions that we've been having, especially when it came to funerals. I mean, there were terms yeah. super spreaders, and you know there were restrictions mm-hmm. on how many people could attend. I mean, how did you manage that? I mean, you have to be quite quick on your feet, especially with the amount mm-hmm. of people that died during this time. Exactly. We had to adapt to change. Change is sometimes good because from, from what is happening now, we are even able to do funerals for the entire week. People now are no longer even buried on a, on a weekend. They bury from Monday to Sunday. Mm. Uh, we can hold funerals. As much as numbers are small, we can we can uh, we can we can uh, streamline funerals. We can have them online actually, and um, it, it helps a lot because it it it, 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 it keeps the spread of the virus. We have to adhere to regulations from the health department as well. But as a brand, we have everything in house. 
We have our team that that, that, that offers online services for, for all funerals. We had to introduce new things, create more jobs through that as well. And, and, and also uh, through our app, we've been able to offer a lot of things by just going digital, uh, 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 affording all our clients and, and people that are not our clients to, be, to, be, to, to, I mean, to use our app where they can access our services, access, uh, uh, have access to see what we do as a brand. I think um, we're ready for the future. We are, we are so digitally ready as, as a brand. We are working as hard as we can and, and very smart on making sure that we stay relevant as far as uh, 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 IT is concerned. You said you recently uh, launched a branch here in Johannesburg. What goes into launching um, another branch? Because you obviously have to have assessments and you need to meet government requirements. What, what goes into setting up another branch in a funeral industry? What are the requirements? Okay, what made us set up a branch in Joburg was demand. Demand for our products, mm. demand for our services as well. Besides repatriating uh, people from uh, uh, KZN from to, 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 to KZN, we, we offer other services, general services also in Johannesburg because of the products that are mm. so unique that we have as a brand. But what and are the requirements that you have to meet in yes. order to open up a yes. branch anywhere for that matter? It, it, it's a bit of a process because you need to work with the Department of Environmental Health and also Department of Health. Apply for your COC. Before you even set up a fridge premises, you need to find out if the place, the zoning is right. Everything is conducive for yourself to have a, a funeral parlor or a fridge in that place, uh, in that certain location. And then once they say, yes, you can, then you can start building the, the, the fridge and then they will come and assess and make sure everything is in place uh, according to the Department of Health, ventilation, and uh, your, 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 your plumbing is correct because um, in plumbing for mushrooms is different and it has to be in a certain way. So it's, it's a bit of a process, but uh, the environmental health and the Department of Health, they do give you guidelines as well. And especially when you fall under an association, they also give you guidance. Mm. And then after that, you need to go to Department of Home Affairs where you apply for a designation number so that you go for a test training and a test so that you can you can uh, uh, issue that certificate or um yes or notification of debt uh, for for all your clients. It so does sound like process. quite a process. I mean, how long does this whole thing take? I mean, how long did it take you before you could open? Here in Java. It depends if you have if if you have capital ready. It, it, it's it's not a very lengthy process, depending also uh, the municipal offices if they're working with COVID. It's been a bit of a challenge because some offices were not functioning properly. I mean, normally because of COVID, people getting infected and offices mm. being closed and people working from home. But it's a process that shouldn't take more than three months on a normal basis. Okay, that's not bad. Numfundo, we're going to unfortunately have to leave it there. We've run out of time. But thank you so much for joining us tonight and for being our businesswoman on the move this evening. We wish you well with your future endeavors. Thank you so much, Sumitra. Good night. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.